Tonight we are in week two of our spring sowing. And tonight our ministry partner is a ministry called MBS, Mandarin Bible Study. Um, Our associate pastor, May, um, works there for two days a week. And so tonight we're going to be hearing a little bit about MBS. So I'm going to invite Pastor May to come and present MBS with the microphones, with this microphone. Thank you. Hey church, Um, thanks for giving us the opportunity to present um, Mandarin Bible study to you. Um, I'm very thankful to be able to share um, a ministry that I really, really love. I've been doing campus ministry for over 10 years now. um, And for the last few years, actually at the same time that I started at the Chapel Sydney, I also started um, at Sydney Uni doing Mandarin Bible study like sharing the gospel with Mandarin-speaking, Chinese-speaking students. So they could be um, from mainland China or they could be from Singapore um, or from like just basically other parts of the world, but they they can somehow speak Mandarin, um, then they're welcome to come. Um, So that's where we um, share the gospel with them in Mandarin and we try to like equip them. um, After they become Christian, like, we try to equip them, help them to, like, start serving, give them opportunities to get involved in ministry, to recruit uh, more students to become members of this club um, so that they can share the gospel with their own friends. Um, So pretty much that's, like, what MBS um, is. Do we have the slides? Okay, cool. Um, I want to just give you a bit of, like, an overview, so a bit of statistics, um... Before COVID, so 2018 to 2019, for that year, we um, contacted over 300 students um, as a club of about, um, I would say, about 40 core members. Um, We, on average, see about 12 people become Christians per year and get baptised. And out of MBS... We have three grads who are currently at Bible College or are being trained on campus with the intention of becoming a full-time gospel worker. Um, we also have, um, we've also sent out about, we've also sent back about 50 students um, back to East Asia since 2018. Of course, like COVID changed a lot of things for us, um, but I think a lot of these things I'm going to share with you are... Uh, well, I, I don't know if they'll continue to be true, but at this point in time, it is still true. So I want to just give you some unique aspects of our ministry. MBS um, has a large group of non-Christians in our fellowship. Um, it, is a, you know, it, it is a mission organization um, because we want to share the gospel with other students who, are, who do not know Jesus yet. Um, that's why we exist Um, So we have a large number of non-Christians in our fellowship. Um, They are what we call the low-hanging fruit. Um, It means they are very easy to pick because they are low-hanging. That means they are very ready to receive the gospel. Um, They're ready to respond to Jesus because for many of them coming, especially if they're coming from mainland China, like they don't have a faith. Um, There is a vacuum. So when you share the gospel with them, uh, often they will 
respond. I mean, more so than other people groups. Um, so they're what we call the low-hanging fruit, and that is just a photo of the baptism that we recently had um, of three people from MBS who got baptized. It is a student initiative, like there's a lot of student initiative. So the students, they lead their fellowship. The students, they, uh, they come up with ideas of how to serve. They come up with basically like, um, yeah, like what they, what they want to see the fellowship to be like with the guidance of staff. Um, but we try to let the students um, have a lot of initiative and have a lot of leadership. Um, they have a very limited time in Australia. So for some of them, it's like two years master's degree. So within two years, if you think about it, within two years, we want to recruit them. We want to befriend them. We want to share the gospel with them. We want to equip them. And then we want them to be confident enough in the gospel so that when they go back, they, they will be able to share the gospel with the people around them. That's a big job for, for two years. Um, thankfully, some of them stay for more than two years. Um, we're very thankful to have um, students who stay for longer so we can I, I, I actually equip them better. It is a sending ministry, so we're not here to keep people permanently. Like We know that the students are going to go back or going to go out into the world, even if they don't go back home, they'll be, you know, going, they will graduate and they'll go to work. Um, so we know that we won't have these students for long. Um, they will we'll be with them just for a few years time. And within that few years time, we try to help them as much as possible so that they can grow, they can love God, and then they can like survive. But we hope they don't just survive. We, our prayer is that they will thrive, not just survive. And lastly, it's very unique because MBS is a training ground. No way, that's five minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay, MBS is a training ground and I want to show you. I'm going to speed up. Okay, so um, have a look at um, the photo. So that's, um, that's MBS uh, Friday meeting. And then that's on Zoom. Next picture. And then next. <laughs> so I'm very nervous right now. Um, so MTS... Um, MTS is doing some, uh, sorry, MBS is doing something quite special right now because we are partnering with Ministry Training Strategy, which is a very well-known ministry training organization in Australia where many people who want to um, like get a taste of what full-time ministry is like, um, who have an intention of maybe serving long-term in ministry, um, they will like join, like join this program called Ministry Training Strategy, and, and we are partnering with them to develop the Mandarin side um, of this training program. Um, and today I have with me Jazz, who's actually one of my trainees. Um, she's helping me um, de to develop this program with, uh, yeah, with, with um, MTS. So I'll just quickly introduce MTS to you. So MTS vision is that we want to win the world for Christ by multiplying uh, the MTS is just multiplying gospel workers through ministry apprenticeships. Um, but for us, Mandarin MTS, it's to multiply Mandarin-speaking gospel workers for um, Chinese communities here and beyond. Um, Ghana, really bad to do this, but Ghana skip over the passage. Okay, next. <laughs> um, yep, so uh, this is like a model of what we do. So we teach, we... Um, be the model to them, like be, a, be an example to them, show them how to do ministry, support them, train them, um, and then get them to do ministry on their own. Um, 
The three areas that we train them in is conviction, their biblical foundations, character, um, personal godliness, and competency. So how to do these, how to actually do the ministry. So here's a breakdown of some of the things that they would learn about in this program over, over two years. Now, I just want to show you a photo of me and my current trainees, or actually one of them's not a trainee. One of them is um, another pastor at another church, but she's, yeah, she's the only um, woman pastor then, so she joined my training meetings. Um, and next. Um, now, MBS is very special because it's not just the mission field. It is a mission field, like I said, like we... You know, we try to share the gospel. It's a very big thing that we share the gospel um, with uh, the Chinese students on campus. Um, but it is also a mission training base. And that's the thing I want to show you, right? These, the people are the, I guess, the staff or trainee staff that's involved with MBS. Um, the people on the bus are the MBS students. And the drivers, the learner drivers are our student leaders. Um, the provisional one, um, Red P drivers, uh, our graduate leaders or our first-year MTS apprentices, um, and our, our Green P would be second-year MTS apprentices or student ministers, and then finally, it's Mandarin-speaking gospel worker. Um, so it's like we kind of go through this process um, through MBS and try to help them to move um, forward, I guess, move, move to the next level. So you can see that Monica, Jairus, and Esther, they've come through um, as, well, uh, actually, Jairus and Esther, they came through as student and then student leader and then uh, MTSR. Um, and Monica joined as Red P. Uh, and Leon and Jazz, they were a lot more experienced in ministry. And so we're just, you know, trying to help them to become like more ready to be the gospel, to be, um, I guess, a gospel worker long term. Okay, so now I'm going to invite Jazz. And she's going to share her experience with us. Oh, what a race. Hello, everyone. Uh, apologies for the mask because security reasons. Um, but yeah, thank you, May, for introducing me. And thank you, for all of you, for having me here today. Uh, today, I hope to share a little bit about how God brought me to MBS and what God's doing through MBS and what MBS means for you as well. So back in 2012, I had no thought about going to China or the Chinese people. I didn't want to even think about serving them, even though I was born in China. But one day, God convicted me. Uh, he showed me that the reason I didn't want to think about China or the Chinese people because I was afraid. I didn't trust him. And so that's how I began my thought and process of thinking about China and serving the Chinese people because I do want to know God better, and I want to trust him more. So in the years followed, I joined up to a prayer group for China. Dangerous thing to do, by the way, if you don't want to go to China. <laughs> and I also joined up uh, this returnees ministry to help Chinese students to return better to China. In these two groups, I saw the many low-hanging fruits that May was talking about, and I saw their potential to transform China from top to bottom. You see, each year, hundreds and thousands of Chinese students go out of China to study overseas, and thousands become Christians and have to return to China for whatever reason, as Christians. Can you see the potential these students have as they work in all areas of society, 
to transform China socially, politically, economically, and religiously. I mean, what a blessing this will be for the world, and what glory that will bring to God. And yet the sad truth is 80% of these students will not stand firm in their faith within one year of returning back to China because they are hit all at once by reverse culture shock, family pressures, work pressures, and most of all, isolation from other believers because China is so big. And so in 2018, God convicted me once again that I need to actually prepare myself to return as a returnee. Uh, to know how to deal with these pressures. But also, God convicted me that I need to do something about this situation now. And what can I do now to prepare students that have come to know Christ here so that they can survive in China and thrive in China to do God's work there? And that's how God led me to MBS. Because at MBS, I saw firsthand just how many students come to know Christ each year and what joy that is. And I also saw firsthand their struggle as they go back into that country. And I saw what awesome group this is, not to boast, to prepare this group of students. How appropriate this group is because they are Mandarin speaking. They teach the students to read the Bible in Chinese, to pray in Chinese, and to sing in Chinese, to worship God with Chinese something that a lot of other groups can't do. And they, this group also equipped the student to know how to contextualize their evangelism and discipleship so that when they go back to China, they are not a foreigner, but they are local, indigenous missionary. So I'm very thankful to God for giving me opportunity to join MBS in this work and also to help me to write the program and I hopefully equip myself better as I think about going overseas. Uh, so, just a little fun fact. Did you know, in 2017, Korea was actually second next to US for the number of missionaries they sent all across the world. I think it was 27,000 something. And this is the, because of sacrifice of many missionaries that went into Korea and God's faithfulness. Now, my dream and prayer is that this will be for China also, and not through traditional missionaries, like the ones I've been kicked out of China right now, but through these students that God's sending back right now, that they will transform China to be God's world and God's kingdom and transforming the world through these students as well. So I want to thank, thank you once again for having us here uh, to share this with you. And I also want to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in this work at MBS as God works through MBS to transform that big country up north. And if you have any question about MBS or MTS, feel free to speak to me or myself. Thank you. Thanks. Um, and the last part um, is actually a video of one of um, our trainees who is now finished with us and is working in China. So it's her experience of um, from being a student to an MTS trainee at MBS and now um, working. So let's watch the video.
Hi brothers and sisters, my name is Esther Wang. Um, I just finished my one year MTS program with May. Um, so it's very happy to have an opportunity to share with you about my MTS program. And so um, firstly, I'm going to introduce myself a bit. I went to church at a very young age because my mom is a Christian. I learned Bible stories in Sunday school, but I never feel any connection with the stories or Jesus. I'm a very typical Sunday Christian. I only pray when I'm in difficulties. Um, until I went to Sydney, in the first few months, I experienced many difficulties, like I lost my first dog, and I failed in many relationships, I lost many friends, I almost lost, lose hope um, at that moment, so, uh, which pushes me back to church. And I joined MBS Bible study group. Um, I remember they were studying uh, the Gospel of John chapter 5. Uh, which talks about Jesus healed the paralyzed man who, was dis who has been disabled for 38 years. Jesus asked him, do you want to get well? Um, he didn't answer like, yes I want, but he just complained. All he has done is complain. It's like me. So um, I think this is the first time uh, God speaks to me through the Bible, through the stories. So. Um, um, which makes me realize um, all I need is Jesus. I need Jesus more than anything else and only He can satisfy all my needs. So um, after that week, I started to join more um, activities in MBS on church. For example, uh, welcome, worship and even become a Bible study leader uh, half an year later. When I serve others, um, my relationship with God grow deeper and closer. So I've really enjoy working with students and serving others. Um, I said to God, um, I want to experience more your grace and bless more people. So I started to consider whether I should um, do MT MTS after graduation and May also challenged me about it. So um, I, uh, so, but, Actually, it's not a very easy decision because we have to depend on God in every way of our life, like uh, financially and spiritually. Um, but God helps me to move away many fears uh, I have and support me in a tender way. My biggest fear is financial support. Uh, as 80% of my friend circle is students, and they still need the support from their families. So I don't know where the money can possibly come from and who can I ask for. Um, but through MTS, I witnessed God's faithfulness and His support, even through someone I never met before and which strengthened my faith. Um, not only for my ministry, but also um, for me now, uh, when my boss gets angry, I I know deep in, deep in my heart, it's not, um, God is the one who truly support me, so uh, my boss cannot control me. Second fear is feeling uncertain about my future. I realized I was so terrified about losing control. Um, but the truth is, uh, I feel more and more out of control of everything in my life. Uh, the most interesting part is my one-year MTS program is like fictional story. 
the first half of my program, I was doing in campus and theological school in Sydney. Uh, but as I went back to China for Chinese New Year, COVID-19 stopped me from coming back. So I continued my MTS, uh, uh, my ministry in China for the second half. And now I even start to work in China. So um, my circumstance keeps changing from time to time, but in every circumstance, he protects me and supports me in every way, as the Bible says which makes me feel so secure. Uh, sometimes I, can, I, I can't see the future, but I know he's in control and he is faithful. Um, so for me, MTS is not only a training for missionary, uh, but for the Christians to build up their faith and uh, habits of grace. Um, for example, last year, May started the morning prayer meeting with MBS, MBS sisters. So um, I joined this group and built up a very good habits of praying in every morning. So um, after I came back to China, I still keep this habit uh, with the sisters in China So um, until now. So um, this group helps me a lot to um, uh, facing this my life or ministry even for my career we can support each other every day is uh, i think this is what mts gives up gives me and i think there is the most important thing to survive in uh, the circumstances like east asia is when there is no christian around you how can you um, still survive and how can you still love god with all your heart um, do you have any ability to share your faith with your secular friends or strangers? Um, I think this um, this is very important um, because we need to influence others other than uh, influenced by others. Um, when every, everyone is willing to sacrifice their life for money uh, or power, something uh, they think is important. Uh, how can we insist uh, what is right in Bible? And how can we um, continue to support the church, serve in church and with our time and money? Um, I think this is the most important thing, no matter where you are. So um, MTS is the good way to prepare our uh, heart and prepare our relationship with God. Um, because uh, so uh, after MTS, I think I can uh, be better to um, help. I'd be better to listen God's voice and tell what is God's voice and uh, strength support me uh, through reading Bible. And thank you for listening. Um, that's all. Thank you. Bye bye. MBS. Have you ever considered? Have you ever considered sowing seeds into China? Right? China's a communist country. Gospel is not it's not free, you know. There's what 1.1 billion people in China. And what a what an amazing ministry Mandarin Bible study is to not just sow seeds into the students that come to Sydney, but the idea of 
sowing those seeds so that when they go back into China, and you just get this image of these little seeds just growing in this complete desert. And thank you to May, who serves there. Thank you to Jazz, who's, who's involved. So here's the question. How do we partner? How do we partner with MBS? So we want to make this as practical as possible. Build, turn up on Sunday, right? I mean, it's next Saturday. Turn up, paint, clean, easy, right? But how do we partner with um, MBS? Well, firstly, financial partnership, okay? We can give. Like, uh, the, the story of our sister who, who talked about trusting in people's giving for her own, um, you know, uh, living in Sydney, well, this is something that we can be involved in. Like, you can't go to China to sow seeds, especially some of you. You definitely can't go, right? But this is a way we can. And so, number one, financial partnership. The way we want to do financial partnership is this. This week, as we give, we want to give you an opportunity to, to legit just give to MBS. And we're going to do a one-off MBS offering, right? So if you're here and you're giving in person, then on the envelope, when you give, on the other section, write MBS. And if you're giving online, then we want to encourage you, write MBS donation, and put it into the same offering account and our finance team will put it all together and we're going to give this to MBS. Now, we want to partner with our church and say, we, you're not just doing this by yourself, but we want to throw even more onto it. So the church is going to match dollar for dollar donation this week. Okay? So you give, okay, say you give a $100 donation. You pray and you're like, I'm going to sow $100 into MBS, into the ministry, into China, and, and the Chinese students in Sydney, the Chapel Sydney is going to match that 100 with another 100. So your donation of 100 suddenly doubles up to $5,000. <laughs> we have to have the disclaimer there. May, May just puts her life savings into there and tries a new car. But do you get what I'm saying? That's what we're going to do. So we want to encourage you guys to pray, to think, and give today. And we sow seeds into MBS. But the second way we want to sow is in prayer. And that's to sign up to Pastor May's prayer email. Um, if you're interested, um, on the, if, you're, if you're online, the chat, just throw your email address. We'll grab them later. If you're interested here, um, grab an grab a offering envelope and, and just write your email address. And we'll collect them. And then we'll pass them on to Pastor May and then she can put you on the mailing list for that. Yeah? Okay. But we're going to pray right now. 